0: If your marriage is unhealthy and you put it off, you don't nurture it, you don't grow it, and you race towards the end and you separate or you retire, why do you think your marriage is going to withstand what's coming next? This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Military Purple Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Man, I'm excited to be back in the chair with you again talking. Uh, last week, we did our Five Voices Week, which I hope that you enjoyed. This week, I want to change it up a little bit and talk about kind of the direction that we're going and what I've been really passionate about. When I first started this program a few years ago, I think that what I was really most interested in was helping everybody to find their voice. I wanted everyone to feel heard, valued, and appreciated. I wanted to help families communicate and help people to feel like they belonged. And 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 I've always believed that those of us that feel heard, valued, and appreciated, we have psychological safety, the number one commonality on high-performing teams. We tend not to feel discriminated against. We feel like we're part of something and and a group that's bigger than ourselves. And my original vision if you were asking was I wanted everyone to have a champion and I used to say this on old podcast episodes I want everyone to have a champion I want it to be their supervisor but I'll take anyone I could get and that was really a representation of the fact that I wanted everybody to have someone fighting for their highest possible good someone that was a liberating leader in their corner and I realized probably last year talking to my team that that wasn't enough, that that vision was convoluted, that it didn't meet our own standards of being simple and scalable and, and you didn't know your natural next step. How do you help with that vision? And so I transferred it to I wanted everyone to know their voice. And that was good. It was simple. It scales and and your next step is very easy to understand. But it wasn't big enough and so that was the vision. And over time, I, I, I played with it and tweaked it. And very recently, uh, probably a little bit after, I wrote my book, uh, The Leader's Garden, How to Grow Healthy, High-Performing Teams. If you don't have a copy yet, what's wrong with you? Get out there and buy a copy. Book.MarkTilcher.com. It's on Amazon, The Leader's Garden. Get that book. All right. Anyway, so as I was thinking through and writing my book, what I started to say for our vision was a little bit different, and it was I wanted every service member to thrive, and service member means the active duty member, guard, reserve, GS civilians, and our families. And I wasn't really articulating that very well when we went out. And it's only been recently, maybe the last month, that I've really started to articulate what I mean by thrive. And if we want every service member to thrive, the converse has to be true right now that every service member isn't thriving, that every active duty, GS civilian and family member isn't currently thriving. And if that's true, how do we know that? And we can look at metrics, but the bottom line and and the message that I've been trying to get out there is that military life is hard. Big surprise. Everybody knows this. The military life is hard on us. It's hard on our families. It's hard on our children. It's hard on our teammates, our civilian teammates, and our military teammates. And it is hard, and the metrics play out when we look at things like suicide and alcoholism and all the stuff that we measure that we try to work so hard to fight but don't seem to gain traction on. All of those things play out. That military life is really hard. And what I didn't realize, because I have perspective, and perspective is power, you have perspective that I don't have. You have perspective that others don't have. You have perspective that your subordinates don't have. Your children don't have. Your spouse. You have perspective that allows you to see things that other people don't see. And the perspective that I have maybe that you don't have is that I'm a veteran. 21 years of military service, I crossed over the line and became a veteran. And the perspective I got when I was a veteran was that military life was really hard. It was really hard. That military life is hard, but that, that veteran life is brutal. And if we wanted to look at it, let's let's use some metrics. The divorce rate amongst active duty, get ready. If you don't know this statistic, is three to three point one percent, and it's steady. Military people don't get divorced, and you could look around. You'd be like, well, my friends got divorced. Well, I got divorced. You're in the minority, the extreme single digit sub five percent minority. That's a wickedly low statistic, three to three point one percent, and that number is steady as a rock. And by steady, I mean it goes back years and years and years and years of being really steady at three to three point one percent. And you could speculate, and I've got a lot of reasons why I think that that is, but at the end of the day, military members don't get divorced. But when we retire, our divorce rate normalizes with society instantly. The moment you separate, the moment you cross over the the finish line, you take off your uniform for the last time, the odds that you're going to get divorced, you're just as likely as your neighbor. And if you've been a combat veteran, 80% more likely to get divorced. You go from literally 3 to 3.1% to 80%. Staggering. Military life is hard, veteran life is brutal. If we look at another statistic, suicide. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm sure that you do. Military members are four times more likely to die of suicide than they are to die on the battlefield. That's since 9/11. That's not like this year, but that's since 9/11. 30,000 service members died from suicide since 9/11, only 7,000 to combat, and one is too many. One combat one, one suicide, they're they're all too many. But four times more likely to die from suicide. That's one, if you wanted to put it into numbers, that's one every two days on the active duty side. You want to know veterans. Veterans is 22 a day. 22. That's 44 times more veterans kill themselves in active duty. That's insane. Insane how high that number is. So when we look at that, the, the suicide number, military life is hard. Veteran life is brutal. And the numbers are steady. Steady. And where I think we're getting this problem wrong, I think the perspective is wrong. What I think that the problem is, and and you could make a list and itemize it. You could add a hundred things in there. I'm sure there's a hundred variables that are impacting this. You can put lots and lots of variables on a piece of paper, and I wouldn't stop you or say that you are wrong. So you can't boil it down to one. They're complicated issues. But I do believe that there is at least one commonality that we can work on. That's really the most important part, right? Because what ends up happening is we say, well, this is a veterans affairs issue. Why are we talking about veteran suicide? This is an active duty focused podcast. Why are we talking about... No, this is not a veterans affairs problem. The challenge is we outsource this and we think, well, veterans affairs got to figure this out. They've got to do something about it. I don't believe this is a veterans affairs issue. So if it's not their issue, I don't think they can fix it. That 22 a day number, that number is steady. You keep hearing me say that word because it's, it's a shame, but it is. And I think the reason for that, we view it as a veterans problem, but the reality is is that we're not healthy enough when we retire to withstand or when we separate to withstand what's coming. We've got a safety net. We're being propped up. We've got a community. We've got a group, a team. We're forced to come to work every day. When all of that evaporates, what's left is raw us and that raw us wasn't ready. Think of it this way. If your marriage is unhealthy and you put it off, you don't nurture it, you don't grow it, and you race towards the end, and you separate or you retire, why do you think your marriage is going to withstand what's coming next? Why do you think your marriage is healthy enough? Why do you think when your spouse is like, we're never PCSing again, and you're like, I just took a job in New Mexico. And they're like, but I don't want to live in New Mexico. And you're like, well, I got a good job. Why would you think they're going to follow you? They sacrifice for the good of the nation. They sacrifice because they love us. They sacrifice because they're amazing. But when they're not happy about it and nothing changes, you're not suddenly going to stop working. You're not suddenly going to get healthy when you separate. So that's the first piece. I don't think we're healthy enough. I don't think our our marriages are strong enough. Sorry. I don't think our marriages are strong enough when we separate. So that means it's an active duty problem. And I don't think we are healthy enough. Use different metrics depending on what service you're in. We use our peace index, your purpose, place, provision, physical health, people, relationships in your life. So many of those things are predicated on the military. And when the military is taken away and stripped away, what's left is raw you. And quite often, raw you isn't ready for what's coming next. I wasn't. And I tried to use the resources that were available to me. But fixing and cleaning up messes is not nearly as effective as preventing problems. Peace Index, the core five voices. These are all tools that we're using, but really to impact metrics. When I say I want to create an environment where every service member thrives, what I mean, what's under the surface is I want to lower the number of veteran divorces. I want to lower the number of veteran suicides. That's what I really want. That's what I'm after. That's what I care about. That's the metric I want to impact with my life. And I want you to be a part of it. I want you listening, watching, looking at this video, listening to this podcast. I want you to be a part of it big step in that is becoming one of my cadre becoming one of my instructors but there's more to it than that share this podcast with people that need to hear it and this year in 2023 what i'm really looking for is i'm looking for partners that want to become build lead when it comes to suicide and happy and healthy marriage become becoming a leader worth following i want you to be healthy i want your relationships to be healthy build i want you to be able to take the people that work for you and improve their health improve their core improve their relationships during the short time that you have together And I want you to lead an organization where mental health, that high performance are the norms rather than the exception. If you can produce those kind of results, you are in the 1% of 1% of leaders. This is what our programs are designed to do. They're designed to elevate you into a multiplying leader. This is not about skills. This is not about about how we we tweak metrics and turn things in with more efficiency. Those are byproducts of healthy, high-performing teams. Those things come. And they should come. If they don't come, don't do it. That's the difference between our program and so many others is that you're doing these things. You're bringing people in and you're paying them a lot of money. But are they changing the assessment on your docs Are they changing the, the, the red light, green light, stoplight charts at staff meeting? Are they changing your key performance indicators, your inspections? Are your inspections reflecting greater team cohesion, greater people health, greater performance because you did that professional development thing? If the answer to that is no, you're doing the wrong thing. You're wasting your time. I want partners. I want people that are going to, to step up and say, I want to change the metrics. I want to improve people health. I want to improve team performance. I want to increase group cohesion in a meaningful way that matters. That's what I'm looking for this year. So I want to partner with you. 2023, yes, we're going to be doing instructor certification seminars. Yes, we're going to be doing workshops. Yes, I'll be traveling and, and doing offsites but I need the work that we do with the military to start reflecting what we do in the civilian sector. In the civilian sector, we go into an organization. We, we coach the leadership. We do workshop or core groups for the the sub leaders. We do workshops and training for everyone. And all the while in the background, our invincible teams assessment is running and helping us to see what the cultural issues are that are getting in the way of communication relationships, alignment, execution, and capacity. This is not just soft skills. This is hard skills. This is about efficiency, productivity, innovation. It's about people health, strong relationships at home and at work. So today I just wanted to share. I wanted to share my vision and my heart with you to let you know that that this is not about a personality assessment. This is about progress, getting the number of veteran suicides down and increasing the number of healthy marriages across our force. Save the family, save the service member. If this resonates with you, I would love it if you would share this podcast episode with somebody that needs to hear it. Work with me to come out to your next commander's offsite so I can talk to your commanders, your chiefs, your first sergeants, your team about these things. And let's partner so that in 2023, we can implement coaching, core groups, invincible teams, workshops on your team so that next year you've got a leadership story that other people are going to be clamoring to hear. I hope that you take this seriously. I'd love to talk to you. The email we're going to be using for this is military at giantworldwide.com. That's what I want you to use, military at giantworldwide.com. Email me and let me know. Did this podcast episode speak to you? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? What would you like to hear me talk about on a future episode? Military at giantworldwide.com. I'll talk to you soon. I'm out. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher.